you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Game's all about. All of a sudden, you feel like you can't miss. Hey! 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 Something just leave it up there. You couldn't make that if you tried that again. Absolutely. What up? What up? Welcome to Buckets, the fantasy basketball podcast here on the Action Network. I'm your host, Dan Titus, as always, with my boy, Adam Koffler. It is week 22 semifinals for those that made it to the playoffs. Man, we are. Right in the thick of it, man. I'm in a in a battle myself. I'm hoping I can get to the next round and play you in one of my more competitive leagues. I know you're coasting with a bye. So we'll talk about the scenarios for those that are in a position where they have the bye week and they're playing um, into the next week. And then those that are still fighting for their lives, what you need to do to get this championship. First, I want to give a shout out to Prize Picks. If you haven't already, download the Prize Picks app. It's the best infusion of DFS and player props that you can get out there. And they just sent me all this really cool swag. So I got to... I got to shout out my boys here. Uh, really dope stuff. So use promo code ACTION10, A-C-T-I-O-N-1-0, and they will match your first deposit up to $100. But let's get into basketball talk, man. We have pretty interesting schedule here. I mean, I think this is actually what fantasy managers want in the playoffs. You know, with all of the numerous players, like superstar players that may be resting, like a Shea Gildas-Alexander. We see Fred Van Vliet on Sunday. While we're recording this, he's taking a rest. You have plenty of streaming options out there for this week. Um, so I want to just run through the the schedule of games because I think that that's really important for how you want to utilize these streams. And one of the things that we've been talking about for weeks now is really trying to target those Tuesday and Thursday opportunities and sometimes Saturdays that may have uh, lighter slates. So uh, Monday, we got nine games. Tuesday, only four games. Wednesday, 11 games. Pretty much can't stream that day. Thursday, you got five games. Friday, seven. Saturday, eight. And to close it out, Sunday with seven games. So Let's talk about just the general strategy of it. What teams are you avoiding this week for streaming purposes? Uh, Indiana comes to mind, Memphis, San Antonio, Sacramento. Give me a little bit more of why you may want to fade those those teams. Yeah, so first off, congratulations if you're listening and you made it to week 22. Uh, you only have uh, hopefully two more weeks to win a championship, so congrats on, on, uh, on making it this far. But yeah, like you said, schedule super important. This week we have some things that we could use to our advantage, like taking a look at uh, teams that do not play until Wednesday. And like Dan already talked about, Wednesday is an 11-game slate. So we're talking about guys that don't play until Wednesday, and then on Wednesday even, you may not be able to start them because you have a full starting lineup on your squad. So that is Indiana, Memphis, San Antonio, and Sacramento. San Antonio and Sacramento only play two games the entire week, and one of them is on a 11-game slate. 
any fringe player or even like a little bit above a fringe player, you can probably drop. And I'm, I'm talking about like Devin Vassell. I'm even talking about like Kelvin Johnson. There's, there's a possibility that, that you could drop Kelvin Johnson because you may only be able to get one game out of him right. and pick up a guy who plays four games or three games on light slates. Like there's, there's a way to work this to your advantage. Kelvin Johnson is not, you know, LeBron James. He's not, like, he, he can put up good numbers, but he's not necessarily like you're banking on him, you know, putting up 35 and five in order to make it worth keeping him. Now, DeJounte Murray, you keep, um, you know, on Memphis, like, are you, keep, I mean, I guess you're keeping John Moran. He's got the injury stuff. So like, you know, maybe, maybe uh, I'm not saying feel, drop John like Moran, I, yeah. but yeah, I feel like I was but, old D'Anthony well, Melton, but like listen, Dylan Brooks is the Brandon. But hold Clarks. on, but hold on. Here's an important nugget. John Morant right now is like, is, is out, right? He's got, he's got a, a on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. But he's, he's missed. Hasn't he missed a game in the last week or so? Another one. Okay. So, so he definitely missed it like two games this week. Right. So here's the problem. Memphis plays a back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday. So what if John Morant, what if John Morant does like, what if he plays on Wednesday, but not, but not Thursday, you need him on Thursday. Yeah. So just like keep keep that in mind, man. Like one, you might only get one game out of John Morant when you can get three or four out of somebody else. It's it's something to keep in mind. Don't go ahead and drop drop John Morant because I said drop John Morant. But just like look at these schedules. These are things that you need to be thinking about early in the week. You know, Chicago, for example, they play Monday, Tuesday. Like Alex Caruso is one of the best streaming options this week. He's a Chicago Bull who's not you know on more than forty percent of rosters. And he can light. He can fill up that you know stat sheet on a defensive end, and those are those are big categories. And and not many players can get the three blocks and three steals in a game that's yeah. sitting there on the waiver wire. Yeah, if Io Desumo is dropped anywhere, definitely scoop him up as well. And we, I think yeah. we saw. Uh, I just got a notification. Pat Williams is going to be returned to the lineup. He was always a really good stocks guy uh, whenever he got minutes. But I got to imagine he's going to get ramped up here, so he may not play like you know thirty minutes out the gates. But you know if he can give you fifteen twenty minutes. You may be able to give you some sneaky steals and blocks in there. But um, Lonnie Walker, you talked about Devin, Devin Vassell, but like, yeah, Lonnie Walker, he's been missing the last couple of games. So I don't expect him to be very worthwhile um, in, in week 22. Also, I mean, on the Sacramento side, those players like Justin Holiday, even Trey Lyles, who's, who's been a mainstay in the starting lineup, has been a good source of points and rebounds. But that's pretty much it. I would think that he would be also be expendable later this week. But um yeah, I think that the Bulls are definitely a team you want to target. Let's talk about the Clippers a bit because that's kind of interesting. I know we were saying sell the Clippers for the last several of weeks, mainly because of their their tough schedule down the stretch. They only play two games, but the good thing is, is that, you know, at least one of those games is on Tuesday. So if you're somebody on Sunday that's trying to look and manage their roster, are you dropping the people like, uh, I don't know, Reggie Jackson, for example? You could get one more game out of Reggie before you drop him. Yeah, for sure. Um like you just said, like they only have two games. So when you look at it, you're like, oh man, two games, like, no, thank you. But it's a different two games than Sacramento and San Antonio, right? Who have, who, who hit the Wednesday slate. The yeah. Clippers don't hit the Wednesday slate. They start on Tuesday. So you can at least use them for Tuesday. That's a light four game slate. So you, you get an automatic game out of them on that night. Um, you, you can drop them after that, but they also play Friday, which is sort of a light slate. I mean, seven games, like you're definitely starting those guys. Um, but I wouldn't be mad if you drop them, drop Clippers on Tuesday and then maximize your streaming the rest of the week. Like, for example, we talk about a team like Memphis. So if you wanted to combine the Clippers with, with some guys on Memphis, you know, as a result of a John Morant getting a rest day, like think about how you could stream maybe Tyus Jones 
or yeah. a D'Anthony Melton type. So it's not just, it's not a foolproof, like drop your Clippers, drop your Grizzlies. It's more so like look at your team and, and, and look at some of the opportunities that arise as a result. So like Memphis plays three games in four nights. That, that is going to be good at some point if you have enough, you know, transactions to be able to make that work. Um, another team that's probably has the best schedule. Uh, a few teams actually have really good schedules for uh, week 22, but I'm, I'm looking at the Pelicans here. They play a, a Saturday, Sunday back to back. They do play on Monday and then they don't play again until Thursday. So that's good that they get a Thursday in there. Is there anyone from the Pelicans that you think is worth a pickup at the end of the week? Because I mean, they do play three games in four nights, which is pretty crucial for fantasy fantasy managers. I love that three game in four nights. And let me tell you something. Those three games are against some pretty subpar defenses. Like you're talking about the Bulls, not a good defense. The Spurs, not a good defense. The Lakers, not a good defense. You're talking about a Pelicans team that's up-tempo. They're going to score 120 points per game in those games. Um, Jose Alvarado, for example. Jose Alvarado, man. I think he's going to be really solid for assist deals. Jackson Hayes, Herb Jones. These guys all come to mind. They have New Orleans avoids the 11 game slate on Wednesday. They play on Monday. I would hold Pelicans throughout the entire week. So use, use that pickup on Monday if Jackson Hayes, Herb Jones, or Jose Alvarado even is sitting out there. I'm not a huge fan of Devontae Graham just because the percentages are so bad. Um, but there, yeah, there you go, man. New Orleans has a very favorable schedule here in week 22. Yeah. The other team, um, we could talk about a couple pickups from them. The Portland Trailblazers, they're, clearly, you know, trying to uh, get the best that they can out of these backup players, but they do play four games this week. They have a Friday, Saturday back-to-back against Houston, which is awesome. And they also play the uh, San Antonio Spurs on Wednesday. Big slate, but if you have like a Brandon Williams um, or Trenton Wofford, I think that those guys should definitely cook this week and they get Detroit on Monday. So yeah, Portland's just playing against bad teams and that Friday, Saturday back-to-back will be pretty sweet for fantasy managers as well. Um, yeah, that yeah, that and uh, just be careful with Justice Winslow. He sat on the back to back late late week twenty one, and Portland does have a back to back Friday Saturday, like you said. So that's going to be even more opportunity for Drew Eubanks, Trenton Watford. Those are really the two guys, at least in the front court, that I'm looking at. And and even with Justice Winslow in the lineup, Watford's still starting. Eubanks is still starting. They're only playing eight eight guys. These are legitimately yeah, legal. These are legal pickups, man. This, they only have eight guys left at this point, right? Yeah, but, but Portland, <laughs> Portland's had a very favorable playoff schedule. We've been saying that the whole time. Like, yeah. Anthony Simons, Yusuf Nurkic were guys I was actively targeting because I thought Portland was going to stay in it. And they right. probably would have had a chance to be in the play-in had those two guys stayed healthy. But now they're just, like, tanking it, and they don't have a lot of guys. But their guys are high usage because there's there's so many minutes to go around. So, you know, your Watfords and your Brandon Williams and your Drew Eubanks should absolutely be rostered. Yeah, it's crazy. There are only two losses out of the play-in spot. So I don't think they're going to make it. I think that they've already conceded the fact that they don't want to play for the playoffs, get that draft pick. But um, yeah, and the other team is uh, the Washington Wizards. They also play four games this week. But they have a, th- a Thursday, Friday back-to-back against Milwaukee and Detroit. You got to imagine, I don't know if the Bucks. maybe we've seen Giannis rest a lot this week, or a lot meaning two games, but you know, going up against, I don't know, I feel like Milwaukee is just not in a place where they need to play, you know, their starters heavy minutes at this stage in the in the season. So um, is there anyone from Washington you may want to target? I mean, Raul Hachimura, we talked about him last week. Maybe Corey Kispert if you need threes and, and some points and rebounds. Um, yeah, what are you doing with, with Washington? They actually have, like, some of the most streamable guys out there that are, that are readily available. Kispert, like you said, for threes. Hachimura's been playing pretty good. 
Uh, he's more of a uh, just a straight points and rebounds type dude. Yeah. Uh, Denny Avdia can put up some nice lines. Got to be careful with the field goal percentage. Keep uh, Tomas Sadoransky in the back of your mind. He had a really good uh, game on Saturday, going like 16 and 6 assists, I believe. Um, he is an ex-wizard who's back with the team now. Um, they like him, I think, down the stretch a little bit more than I would say Hollow Neto and Ish Smith, to be honest. So he's like 1% rostered at this point, but definitely he's a name to keep an eye on, especially because Washington has a super favorable schedule this week. Four games, they avoid the 11-game Wednesday. They play, they play Monday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. I mean, that's, that's, that's a great schedule. It's great to end the week on a Sunday with a guy that you're going to be able to uh, fit in your lineup. So definitely take a look at the Wizards, uh, depending on what categ- categories you need this week. Yeah, so that pretty much covers a lot of the four-game teams we're talking about here. But let's highlight some of the three-game teams that we, you may still want to hold on to. And the first two teams that come to mind are, I touched on them just a second ago, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, but also the Denver Nuggets because they play – on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, which actually is pretty favorable. So even though you may not get that extra game, um, look for people like, I don't know, Brooke Lopez, who's just coming back to the lineup. And we saw, you know, Giannis starting to sit. I could think we could start seeing someone like Brooke Lopez start to ramp up. And then other players, you know, Nikola Jokic has been playing a lot of minutes. DeMarcus Cousins, the per 36 beast, could certainly have some fancy relevancy here um, on those lighter slates. Listen, don't go crazy, right? Don't just say like, oh yeah, okay, like they got a favorable schedule. I'm going to pick up Boogie Cousins. Just be careful. He can always he can always screw you with a quick ejection, just like Patrick Beverly. So so be, yeah, be careful, he, be he careful man. But, yeah, he definitely could get tossed early. That's that's. But funny. but right per per 36, he's great. Plays 15 minutes a game. It's pretty pretty standard, and he can go you know 12 points, eight rebounds, three assists, pretty pretty quickly. So with the favorable schedule, like not a bad pickup. Just you know. Uh, you know, take it easy. Don't don't just go. You know, picking up Demarcus Cousins just because we told you to. Make it make sense for your lineup. For your lineup, and then also Bones Highland's been playing out of his mind. Like he's he's got the green light anywhere. Um, he's knocking down threes, but just be careful. Like the Denver's got Jamal Murray coming back probably sometime soon. Obviously, it's going to be ramp up time for him. I don't know exactly when he's coming back or if he's you know ahead of schedule or behind schedule or whatever, but. Uh, he should be back sometime soon. I think he's a little bit ahead of Michael Porter. Um, but if Jamal Murray were to come back, like Bones Highland probably would take somewhat of a backseat just because there's got to be a few minutes for Jamal Murray there. Um, but until he comes back, I, uh, that's a streaming uh, option as well uh, in Denver. I don't know, man. Like, despite the risk of, of Boogie potentially getting tossed, I still like his, his, his prospects here, man. 10 points, five rebounds, two assists over the last five. And uh, he's, he's giving you threes too, man. Like I think for the amount of time that he's on the floor, he can give you some little sneaky stats in there, but yeah, just tread cautiously, but yeah, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, you're definitely going to be scraping the uh, waiver wire to try to get anything there. So um, Grayson Allen, I think is another person, maybe Pat Connaughton. We saw him return to the lineup on Saturday night. He had a really good game. He can always give you that field goal percentage threes as well as steals um, and maybe some points in there too. So some guys to consider on that three game slate. So Let's talk about some other streams that you're considering on other teams that we may not have talked about here. Um, what do you think about Pat Bev, maybe Goga Bataze? I know that he's kind of, you don't really want to deploy Goga unless you're going to get Isaiah Jackson and O'Shea Brissett out of the lineup. But yeah, give me some other names out there that you're considering. Isaiah Jackson's still in the concussion protocol. He's been there for a few days. 
long as he's out, I, I know that Indiana doesn't have a super favorable schedule, but but Goga and Jalen Smith both um, should be rostered as long as you can like make it work, right? Like if if your if your roster is not if your starting lineup's not full for Wednesday and you can hold those guys, uh, or you can pick them up say on Wednesday for that slate, then that's those are two guys you need to stream. So long as Jackson remains out, obviously. Um, like you said, Patrick Beverly, Minnesota plays four games. They're on the he- they're on the heavy slates, but but I'm okay with that. It's it's every other it's every other day, so there's no risk of of necessarily sitting for for Patrick Beverly. Some other guys I like: Tory Craig, like Jay Crowder continues to be out. Cam Johnston, we haven't heard you know anything about his status. He missed like eight straight games. Tory Craig, he's shooting like twelve of twelve or thirteen of thirteen in his past two yeah. games. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent in, in his last couple games with threes defensive stats rebounds like he looks he looks rejuvenated in phoenix man i'm telling you he looks really good if, if those two guys remain out and it, i don't think i don't think cam johnson's coming back anytime soon from the looks of it like we haven't heard anything from monty Williams. Uh, so jay crowder actually talked about it on saturday is there friday or saturday said that um it's a very interesting bone bruise that he has and he's working his way back and he's getting closer to it but i don't think it's going to be Closer enough that it's going to matter for fantasy purposes. Yeah. This is more of an early yeah. playoff type of return type of thing. So Jay Crowder, even you know he's going through a groin injury, but I think Tory Craig is going to get more minutes down the stretch here because he's going to be one of those key rotational players once we get to the playoffs. So him getting any more time with Devin Booker, with DeAndre Ayton, with Macau Bridges is only going to help um, this Phoenix roster as they get deeper into the playoffs. So I think Tory Craig yeah. is going to be a really nice pickup here. And they do play a uh, Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back this week. Yep. A couple other guys I really like uh, with, with some favorable schedules. Uh, Dwight Powell. So Dwight Powell is very, like, matchup-based there for Dallas. Whenever teams go small, he doesn't really play, and, and they, they they tend to play uh, guys like Maxi Kleba, Josh Green a little bit more. So they've got some nice uh, favorable matchups against uh, the Timberwolves, who are not good defending the big. Uh, the Rockets who are not good at defending big men, but who play big men, you know, on their, their end of the ball in uh, uh, Christian Wood and Alper and Shangun. And the Jazz at the end of the week, like Dwight Powell's going to be on the floor defending Rudy Gobert. Whether or not he does a good job is another story, but, but he'll get the minutes. So I, I really like Dwight Powell this week, and he's pretty low rostership. So that, that's a streaming option as well for me this week. And um, anybody on like the Hawks, I know Anyeka and Kongwu, We'll probably get more minutes down the stretch here because John Collins is pretty much out indefinitely. And then you also on like on the on the Oklahoma City side, they don't have the best schedule. But you know, with all of their players, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander is questionable to play on Sunday. Got to imagine. I know you've there's been some reports that they could shut it down because they want to monitor his ankle, so to speak, like they always want to do. But uh, is there value in trying to pick up people like Trey Mann that could luck up into some more minutes down the stretch here with teams firmly in tank mode? Yeah, Trey Mann's rosterable anyway, but be careful. If if Shea plays on Monday, then they also OKC plays on Wednesday, and then and then they only have one game the rest of the week. They play one game in the last four nights of the week. So just make sure you're jumping ship on your Thunder after Wednesday. So just you know something to be uh, something to be wary of there. Yeah. So one final thing, I really like some Golden State streamers as well. They first play on Tuesday. They play on Wednesday as well, and then Friday, Sunday. Um, so they have one back-to-back to start the week. Uh, Gary Payton II was supposed to come back on Sunday. He probably comes back one of those games Tuesday, Wednesday, but because he's coming back from injury, he'll likely only play one of those games. Uh, that leads me to Jonathan Kuminga. 
with with Steph Curry out, I just expect Jonathan Kaminga to be more of a uh, focal point of the offense. That of course that's available, right? No, no other Golden State yeah, Warriors yeah, really available. Going, to, yeah, Jordan Poole's not available, right? Yeah, Jordan Poole's like yeah. Even if he's like eighty percent rostered, like if it's it's eighty percent, he's one hundred percent rostered in competitive leagues. Right. Yeah. So, right. So, but Jonathan Kaminga is a guy that, that I would be looking to pick up uh, for this week and possibly just to stream the rest of the fantasy basketball season. Yeah. I love Kaminga, man. Uh, just gets easy buckets. He can shoot. Uh, he's really blossomed really well for how young he is. And uh, yeah, that's Steph Curry injury. You got to figure, I don't know. I feel like they're going to have to spread the offense around a little bit more. We've seen Clay Thompson be a little bit more aggressive on offense, but you know, Draymond Green still working his way back. Uh, Kaminga's, been probably one of the more consistent warriors they've had in their lineup over the course of several months. So definitely agree with that. All right. That'll do it for buckets week 22 fantasy edition. Hope you guys utilize this information, get you that fantasy championship and uh, we'll be back next week. I know coffer is going to be, he's going to be at the outback, not, not the actual steakhouse, but uh, he's going to be in Australia. So he'll, he won't be here, but I know he's giving you guys plenty of advice throughout the, the year. So you know, tip tip the homie. You know, he's out there on Twitter. He's he's willingly accepting that on, on top on top of multiple hustles with his cards and everything. Make sure you check out actionnetwork.com for the fantasy forecast with myself and Joe Delira breakdown, much of what we talked about here, as well as some player prop angles. You can also look at our schedule mapping. So if you guys want to get ahead of the week as we were describing all the different days that all these different teams play, make sure you look at that. Another resource is hashtag basketball using their advanced schedule grid. Super helpful for you guys to navigate your week. Make sure you download the Action Network app to place all of your bets and tail some of our action experts. Download prize picks. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. Use promo code ACTION10, ACTION10. We'll be back next week. We'll holla at you. Let's get buckets. <laughs>